Happy New Year and welcome back to Now on Netflix. This week we have a special episode from our sister podcast, We Have the Receipts, as hosts Lauren Speed Hamilton and Chris Burns take a look back at the best Netflix reality TV moments of 2023. Sean from Selling the OC is Gorge. I knew he was coming. Of course. Oh, I wish. I, mean, <laughs> I was about to say we both were like. <laughs> Hello, everyone, and welcome back to We Have the Receipts. I'm Chris Burns. And I'm Lawrence B. Hamilton. And today's episode is a special one. That's right, because we're going to be going over our best of the year, the best interview moments, the best characters, and the best moments that you guys DM'd us. But before we get into all of that, in honor of the new year, which, Happy New Year, by the way. Um, happy New Year! Woo! Do you have any New Year's resolutions or any favorite moments from last year? Oh, I don't really have any resolutions besides to be fabulous. Um, but favorite moments <laughs> from last year, definitely getting our puppy Theo. Oh. Love him. And then our new studio space. So last year was a great year for me. So you're yeah, you've had a big year. Yeah. Renewed your vows. It renewed my vows. It was an amazing year in its own way. How about you? It was a big year. I feel like I had a good year too. I didn't mm -hmm. I when did I get Otis? Was that last year? I think it was a year before last. Yeah. Wow. Time flies. I think it's time for another one. <laughs> yes. Um, <laughs> you've been traveling like crazy, though. I have been traveling like crazy. I, I didn't realize actually how much I traveled until I was like the last trip I went on. Like it was one friend. I, I'm like, well, this is our third trip out of the country together this year, which is like. That's awesome. Bizarre. Which. Here's the thing about traveling. I love traveling, but I wish mm -hmm. you could, I could just like teleport because uh, I yeah. need, like, I can't be doing things every day. Like, I can't be <laughs> can't going be out. I'm like, I day. need like Monday. No, I can't be like socially doing things every day. Oh, no, you're right. Yeah. You know, I'm like, with you on that. I want it to be like Friday night, I'm out and about in London. Saturday, I'm back home. Sunday, I can be out and about in London again. Monday, Absolutely. I need to be back home. Um, so my personal <laughs> resolution is to invent uh, time travel and <laughs> teleportation. <laughs> yes, I love that resolution. Once you figure it out, let me know because... Maybe Cam. Doesn't Cam know how to do stuff like that? Oh, science stuff? Yes. Maybe he I need can to get figure on out how to, <laughs> how to get us to teleport for the best reasons. Whoop time! Um, no, but I did have a good year and... I'm planning to have an even better one this year. That's right. Is the hope. Yes. But let's talk about Netflix reality years because mm -hmm. that's the language I'm speaking these days is reality television. <laughs> Before we get into our our personal favorite moments, our favorite villains, etc., I think we should do a little look back on some of the best moments that you and I have had. Mm -hmm. Do you have any faves? Oh, absolutely. Uh, one of my faves is when you had a little slip. Dom Gabriel, you said, from the hole, <laughs> not the mole. Yeah. It was... Yeah. <laughs> I remember it fondly. Um, I think we have that. If we want to slip that in right here, no pun intended. <laughs> oh, slip. Okay, I'm just going to leave that alone. <laughs> You're going to hear from Dom Gabriel from the hole. 
Oh my God. What did I just call it? <laughs> Hold them. <laughs> oh my God. I Freudian slip. Uh, <laughs> I am so embarrassed. Please okay. leave that. Please leave that. Where's my sound effects when I need them? Well, I loved our back and forth on Roxanne from The Ultimatum. Oh, yeah. Which I know you met her in real life. And so now it's like not the same to talk about someone once you meet them IRL. (laughs) No, I mean, I feel like she understands. She knows what's up. But I did meet her and her fiance. They're very nice people, actually. So I do. But still, I was like, girl, you still working or what? She's like, yes, work, work, work. Work, work, work. Boobs, boobs, boobs. <laughs> Roxanne is like the lead in a Hallmark movie. But if she never finds out that life doesn't have to be working 24-7, like I feel like she kept being like, I have business. I must get to the business meeting. It's time for business. Every time she was on camera, I feel like that should be a drinking game watching this. Take yes. a shot every time the Roxanne says business or work. Or ambitious. Yeah, or ambitions. He's all about his business, and I love that he does business. We both love business. Work, hey. work, work. <laughs> like, girl. But we had a lot of funny moments, and we love mm-hmm. that you guys were here for them. Um, if you want to let us know what your faves were, uh, I could always use a confidence boost. Um, so <laughs> the DMs are open. Also for you, Dom from the Hole, they are wide open. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> I had to bring Why it back just open. one more time. Um, and nobody <laughs> tell him that I said that. Uh, <laughs> I will. I'm he also does come up. <laughs> he comes up in my best reality moments a few times. So I promise I'm not <laughs> actually obsessed. But listen, what are you going to do? Um, yeah. <laughs> speaking of. Well, I guess not speaking of because he couldn't be further from a villain. But who was oh. your fave villain of, I guess, the whole year? You know what? I really tried to think long and hard about who my favorite villain was. <sighs> it was hard for me to really... I'm not a villain fan, but if I had to say these villains had their moments this year, I would definitely say Chelsea with her Nick Cannon uh, outspokenness with Brie on Selling Sunset, you know? Interesting. She kind of got a little people upset with that. Um, yeah. So I would say that would be probably my favorite villain moment. But I don't really have one. But if I had to pick one, it would be that one. I find Nick Cannon and Bree's relationship rather off-putting. I just think we're fundamentally so different, you know? And ultimately, the way I live my life is very different to her as a Christian. So I don't know if we will ever be super, super close friends. No matter how you flip it, switch it, or glamorize it, first thing you think about is not yourself, is your kid. Is my kid going to feel loved? Is my kid going to feel like I did him a disservice? It's funny that you said Chelsea because I said (laughs) Brie. Oh, Uh, my God. Oh, Brie is for sure. That's who I should have said. Now that you mention it, yeah. Well, I feel like Chelsea, yeah, we did get two seasons of Selling Sunset this year. So Mm -hmm. Chelsea was the villain in the... First, that first season with Brie, yes. Um, but Brie sort of became the villain when they brought in the new girl that Brie was just hated, hated (laughs) 
for seemingly no reason. Which, again, maybe there's a reason and we don't know the background there. I don't really fully understand this whole, like, attitude, right? I I have an attitude. I don't really understand why. Why are you so pressed? Why are you so pressed that we're friends? I don't, I'm not trying to be a friend. Please, honestly, just stop being a bitch. I'll be a bitch all the fuck I want. What are you gonna do about it? Nothing, you're not gonna do shit about it. Are we doing business? The last thing I'm gonna do is take advice from two fake bitches. I'm hoping and praying that Brie is still on next season because the way it ended with her ripping her mic off and screaming fuck the show yeah, did that- not seem like maybe she would be back. Yeah, that cliffhanger was kind of like, uh, I think she'll be back. Though. Yeah, if the price is right. Also, absolutely. I did see a thing and it's true where she's like going on about how she d- wants a better commission and Mm. but people are like girl mm-hmm. you sold a ha- one house <laughs> like, yes like y'all are taking too much money from me usually it's this and that and uh yeah like i would be like Thank- oh is that why you're not selling because you don't want us <laughs> to get the money <laughs> is that why like hmm. um i also said there was it's an interesting season of selling sunset be- and selling mm. the oc because the villains kind of come and go like i feel like yeah chriselle could have arguably have been villainous and i think Mm. that if the world didn't love chriselle already and Mm -hmm. it was this was like our first introduction to her Mm -hmm. she wouldn't have been as well received yeah i i definitely agree with that she had some very outspoken moments where she was calling people on a lot of things and it wasn't always like didn't seem With like love. her intentions were the best. It was just like, look, bitch, this is how I feel, and I don't like you today. And it was just like, oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Grishel. Yes. Nicole, I make more than you in five minutes than you could ever make in five years. It's going to be around for a long time. I'm working on a Nicole, you should long term. Okay. You rearranged your whole face. I do. What? You got everything done. I rearranged my face. When it comes to like these competition shows mm-hmm. i guess fey villain that's i'm like there was villains that i did not love i.e tabitha in um surviving paradise oh gosh yeah <laughs> like definitely but a good villain still i would watch mm-hmm. tabitha on another show mm-hmm. where it's a competition type style agreed okay let's do fave love is blind couple and obviously you can include yourself Oh, I can't. Okay. Dang. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, I mean, I feel like I've been so outspoken about my favorite Love is Blind couple, which is Tiffany and Brett. Of course. I feel like I talk about them all the time. Tiffany and Brett. Tiffany and Brett. But I definitely feel like they're my favorite Love is Blind. But I do have to say congrats to Bliss and Zach because they just announced that they're pregnant. This is the first like Love is Blind couple baby because other people have had children with people outside of the franchise. But congrats to them. Like, you know, so yes, that's I also said Brett and Tiffany, but I also we mm-hmm. have to include or I had to include Chelsea and Kwame simply because it's against all odds. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, it's definitely we, we were so convinced <laughs> that it was not going to work out. And apparently no. they're still together. And yeah, you know, I, I, I will admit when I was wrong. I just want the real thing. 
I just want the real thing. I just want the real thing. I love it. I love it. I just want the real thing. And I guess unexpected. I was wrong. Very, very unexpected. And they look happy, at least online. And that's what's important. <laughs> that is what's important. <laughs> um, but obviously, Brett and Tiffany are like, I think, there was just no odds against them. So I'm like, no. there was never a time when I was like, they won't be a good couple. But Chelsea and Kwame have proved us otherwise. Yeah, you know what? I will say this about Chelsea. She has been so sweet to me online. She always like DMs me and says nice things. So I felt a little bad. I'm hoping she didn't listen to our past episodes. (laughs) Sorry, girl. But if you you saw the show, you can't blame us. (laughs) Hey, girl. So, yeah. Like, yeah, she has to know. It's not just us that was saying no we're just speaking the we're the voice of the people you know yeah we everyone else was thinking it it's not (laughs) it's not your fault oh god did you have a favorite reunion this year i did actually i said ultimatum queer love Ooh, because even though it was hosted Mm -hmm. by a non-queer cisgendered woman with a number one scripted show at the same time um (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I <laughs> yes lay it out I lay did love out. the reunion itself I thought that the um drama was unparalleled mm-hmm. especially with these other the we're getting real cutesy cutesy with the reunions where we always mm-hmm. have to the whole world in general like if you watch American Idol now they don't give any negative feedback it's just no like because they don't want people to be like, that's negative. It's bullying, which I, I understand. Mm-hmm. Okay. But we can't all be getting along in these reunions. That's the the whole point. And of course, the queers of Ultimatum Queer Love brought me exactly what I needed and was thirsting for. Oh, absolutely. It was so many twists and turns and unexpected. Like, we're together. We're not together. Oh, no. This, you know. Yeah. It was, it was some surprises on there, too. Things that we didn't expect people to still be together and so i have to i think that's my favorite too right it was a good one and i would watch mal do just about anything yes we love her this is a mile fan club for sure (laughs) and i mean the ultimatum the one with roxanne and them that reunion was sort of not there it was just they everyone was too getting along like (laughs) it was yeah it was disappointing to me like that one because I especially, thought there was going to be fights, <laughs> you know? Right. Or somebody was going to call somebody out or something. But it was just like, oh, she said that. Whatever. Yeah. Like, no, girl, call her out. And it's interesting because with the ultimatum, I think because there's couples involved, it's like, well, I can't say how I really feel about this other person because then my mm. boyfriend is going to be like, why are you so upset that this other guy did xyz so i think on queer love they really did not feel that (laughs) like no (laughs) there was no loyalty and (laughs) honestly i I would say ultimatum queer love was one of my favorite shows that like this year that we watched the drama was good right people were interesting it was just it was great. I want to see half that cast on Squid Game. Like, <laughs> let's. Oh my God. Can you imagine? Let's pump that up. <laughs> um, what was your favorite, I guess, fight? Because we kind of got into it with villains, but mm-hmm. 
Oh, yes. My favorite fight. I have to give this to Chriselle on Selling Sunset when she called... Was it Nicole? She called her crackish. A drug addict. Crackhead. Yeah. Drug addict. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I swear she said something about crack, but I, I think can't she remember. did call her a crack. She definitely <laughs> that- said something about crack. I'm gonna move on. I'm sure you would, because you don't have a lot no, of points no, no, and you're no. on drugs. Fuck you. Oh, you're on something. I'm on I'm drugs. Sorry. Every time you talk, you're talking like this. And I'm like, I don't know what is in your drink or what you're on, but wow. I'm just saying, I'm good with not having a conversation because it doesn't seem like there's only wine in your glass. You've been acting a little cracked out all night. (sighs) Holy shit. Um, okay. You're a bitch. Wow. Oh my God. You said I'm cracked out. I'm gonna go to my room because I'm not gonna be accused of being a crackhead by someone who has nothing else to throw at me. It's funny, but it is not funny. But that was so hilarious to me. Just that whole scene was just like crack, crackhead. Like it was just I couldn't believe I it. So, and I, I think it's so because it's so obviously that Nicole is not on crack. <laughs> yes, absolutely. I mean, crack is not funny in general. But, but it is funny when someone's like, scene? "You're on crack" because they took an edible or something. <laughs> It was just so comical to me. So that was my favorite fight because Chriselle was not letting up. Nicole was just like so hurt. And it was just like, girl, you know, they don't think you on crack. So, you know, that was one of my faves. My fave fight. Listen, I have to say when Jarvis called out Hall for not knowing what the word discernment meant was absolutely iconic and no shade to anybody. But when she's like discernment, I don't even know what that means. And Jarvis is like, I believe that you don't. Um, That was just, I love a good read. And that is like a classic read. It says what needs to be said. And you can't really like if Hall was to go tell that story and be like, Jarvis was so rude. What did she say? She said she agreed with me that I didn't know what discernment meant. Like, it's really a it's a great way to win a fight. So I have Good to choice. go with that. Yeah, well, I do think women have a little extra dose of discernment on these things. I was I don't even know what that word means. Discernment. Mm. I do Good believe judgment. that you don't. Selling the OC, they don't give a damn. I feel like it's. They just go in. So, yeah, I love... Camera time or bus. Camera time or bus, and I was living for it. (laughs) Um, So I think that fight in Cabo, when they are arguing, and uh, Jarvis is standing up for Brandy, Mm -hmm. it was a good... That was a good fight. Also, of of course, we just talked about it, but Brie and the New Girl. Oh, yes. Let's get into competition shows for a second. Hmm. Did you have a fave competition winner, or... I know competition shows aren't your jam all the They're time. They're not really my jam. You see, Chris, you know me so well. Oh my God. <laughs> um, no, they're not really my jam. I didn't have a favorite competition. I guess my. I was born in Vietnam and I left during the fall of Vietnam in 1975. And so I, I just, a split second, I lift my head up. A soldier automatically, so quick, put the the gun, you know, to my temple and he was about to shoot me because, you know, he thought I was a threat. That is a moment where I would never, never forget. And that moment is like, you know, a driving moment for me to be strong. I said my too, because even yeah. like she kind of gave a master class in 
she really competition yeah. shows. And I was thinking as she was on, I was like, they. I hope that they do something with my in the sense of um, bringing her back to read, like. I want to see her on Survivor. I want to see her on... Yes. Like, She's other... She's just interesting to watch. Yeah. Yeah. And now I feel like that's, like, a thing of bringing reality. Like, people mm-hmm. do different shows, so... Intertwining everything. I would love to see her on something else. Right? And mm-hmm. she would be so good on... This was, like, the first time the show has been done, too. So she's kind of set up the blueprint oh, yeah. for what it would look like to... Yeah. To win. So... She'll have to come Mine. back in some capacity. For sure. What about your fave interview of our season? Ooh, fave interview. Okay, so I had one that really stuck out to me. I thought that we had a really good talk with Joey. I just thought that Joey from Perfect Match, oh, I thought he good. was really open. I thought he was warm. He was so nice and friendly. I mean, they call him Broy Joey, and it's for a reason, but... Joey! Is that Lauren? Yeah! What's up, Joey? Lauren! Joey! What up? I'm so happy we finally get to talk. Oh, buddy, thank you so much for having me. I'm so psyched to talk to you guys. Whatever you want to jump into, let's get into it, man. Come on. Oh, say no more. I was going to say, of course I have to say when Cam came on. I have to say that by default. Otherwise, I'll be be in trouble, so. I love I... So I think my favorite was actually Trey and Leanne. I feel like that was such a um, great mm-hmm. conversation. And Absolutely. Leanne is just like positive. Like Leanne's like infectious mm-hmm. in a good way. Like I feel yes. like uh, she's the type of woman that I you work at a grocery store and you want Leanne to come through your line. Because she's going <laughs> to like brighten up the day. <laughs> like that's the vibe. I love her. The fact that we were talking about vacuums. Like <laughs> I love you Leanne. Lauren, my, what's your, yes, this is my Lauren, what is zone. your vacuum? I have a Miele and I love this. <laughs> what do you oh, have? I think I have a Bissell, Oh, well, that's a good one. That's that what it's called. Yeah, you know, know Miele, a Miele. Miele. That's yeah. fancy. Yeah. I know. I got to look that it's one a, up. Like they've it's got a canister Very good one. kitchen appliances. It's one of those canister <laughs> vacuums. Oh. And my, well, so you got to bend over with your back. I love how we're having <laughs> yeah. a vacuum. I love, I love, I love it. You must have a Bissell. You have a dog, I bet. Yes, I do have a dog. Okay, yeah. that's why you have a yep. Bissell. Okay. Of course, Dash, I loved because they were oh, yes. opulent. <laughs> I own everything. That was the vibe, and I was living yes. for the vibe. Dash is fantastic. I'm a baddie. Like, I love... Period. Like, I love a challenge, you know? Like, I'm like, this is insane. Like, I'm a diva. And Brandy and Kayla also were so fun. Like, I feel like we had Mm -hmm. some great interviews this year. We had some amazing interviews this year. And we got a lot of tea, too. We really did. Because Kayla was spilling the tea, honey. For the last year, I've been getting so much shit saying I'm a homewrecker, all the things. And it's like, okay, now you all can back the fuck up. Sorry. (laughs) Listen, those Selling Sunset girls, Selling the OC girls, they'll tell you. They will lay it out. (laughs) (laughs) They will sing like a bird. (laughs) Um, I love that. You've already obviously been on a show, but what would, if you could be on any Netflix reality besides Love is Blind. Mm-hmm. What one would you do? Oh, this was hard for me. So I want you to go first. Let me think about it. 
Well, aside from wanting to host the Queer Ultimatum. <laughs> yes, would... you will be so good. Netflix, do y'all hear this? Listen, I'd also obviously like to be on Selling Sunset. And I came up with my idea. Mm-hmm. Okay, ready? Yeah. They should do a New York version. I'd have to get my real estate license, but it doesn't seem to be a problem <laughs> okay. with other right. girls on the show. Uh, <laughs> they should do a New York one selling Skyline. Okay. Ooh. I even came up with a name for you guys. You don't have to pay me for it. Well, you yes. do. Um, I feel like in New York, we're, we're, we're slowly losing New York shows, reality-wise. Yeah. What was the Bling Empire in New York, I think? Yeah. But besides, I'm like, everything's so L.A.-based. It is. We need to we need to get on that. Listen. Yeah, selling skele- skyline. Selling skeletons. It's a Halloween-themed. <laughs> What's this? It says selling skyline. <laughs> selling skeletons. Um, it's a reality show about working at um, Spirit Halloween that's only open for one month a year. I would watch it. Oh my god! But I feel okay. like being on selling the OC would be my. I I feel like I could do it if I could sell a Your house. Jam. Mm-hmm. But any of the competition shows, I would also probably do, except for maybe the circle because I can't be alone in a room for six weeks <laughs> but i thought you wanted to be on the circle that was until we've been i campaigning for you to be on a circle for like two years we made Chris. a remember we switched after the interview with um aaron tomasello who was the casting director oh, we okay. found out that they actually are alone not alone. talking to anyone i thought there'd be production in right. the room it's just you and in, in a room in the walls like i really thought that there was <laughs> camera people and like these people are talking to nobody but the computer for six weeks. That's true. That's a that's a lot. I can't do all of that. Yeah, I I I understand that. Um, hmm, for me, you know, competition game shows are not my jam, but I will be a judge on one. Like, oh yeah, I would love to be a judge on like Next in Fashion or is it Cake? Oh, is it Cake? Anywhere where I can eat or watch fashion? Yes. Yeah. Uh, I'm on board judging. I forget about all of these. Like, judging anything, Mm -hmm. I'm on board. I judge for free now. Why not? (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Just judging people. I love that. (laughs) Even, like, the glass blowing, I would judge that, even though I think you probably would have to know something about glass. Heck yeah. They'd be like, what are are you judging based off of? Um, I Um, like the color. I wear contacts. (laughs) So I have glasses. Would you you. ever do that show Floor is Lava? Fuck yeah. I would lose in the very beginning. I was going to say, I I think I would do that show, surprisingly enough. I would definitely try. I would probably not even make it on camera time because I would lose so fast. (laughs) Right. Like, here here they go, jumping on the first hurdle. Oh, they're out. (laughs) I would train, though. I would would do my best to make it at least part of the way through. Well, Netflix, if y'all have another, like, Netflix talent version, me and Chris need to be on that thing. Yeah, yeah. They have Celebrity Jeopardy. Give us a... They should have a Celebrity Floor is Lava. You know? And we should I would watch that. Yeah. I would, too. I love it. Um, Speaking of, if you were to be thrown into a competition show, Hmm. which Netflix reality star would you align with? Imagine they're all there. Ooh. I said my... I was just about to say my, but she'd be lying. That's, See, I like, literally like, wrote my, but she'd prob cut my throat. <laughs> See, I was going to say, you think that she's on your team. You're like, yeah, I'm with my, but really she plotting to get you out of there. For sure. So, 
Dom. I said Dom Gabriel because he is loyal as hell. We saw him get played multiple times on two different shows. <laughs> on Perfect Match and The Mole, not The Hole. That's uh, true. <laughs> it's so true. Because he's a nice guy. And so he mm-hmm. lets, you know, it's true what they say. Nice guys finish not first. Um, <laughs> it's true. He he absolutely will be loyal to a fault. Right. And then I would be yeah. able to cut his throat and win the money. Okay, that's, so, <laughs> that's what we're looking for here. It's a competition. <laughs> I also said Trey and Leanne, but I feel like Leanne would also cut my throat at the end. Oh, yeah. Leanne gives off sweet motherly vibes, but when it comes to that game, yeah. she's in it to win it. She said, oh, I don't give a damn about my son. Yeah, literally. It's about me. <laughs> that's true. It- if he came out of her and she doesn't care, she damn sure won't give a damn about <laughs> you or me. So, you know. I love it. I feel like this is more a question for me since you already Netflix and chill with a Netflix reality star every night. Absolutely. <laughs> um, I feel like, of course, I have to say, it, where would I want to Netflix and chill or who would I want to Netflix and chill with? Listen, the list is pretty much endless. <laughs> okay. Who? Name some people. Obviously, on your list. Dom again, because <laughs> listen, almost, not almost anyone. Joey says I was a ride I would not survive, I would die. Um, He's. A, I feel like your personalities would be like. Nah. I'd be like, you gotta calm down. I can't. <laughs> yeah, it would be a lot. Um, Sean from Selling the OC is gorge. I knew he was coming. Of oh, course, I wish. I was mean, <laughs> <laughs> to say we both were like. <laughs> um. Oh, that's hilarious. That's so funny. <laughs> uh, I feel like. I mean, really, anyone. Jarvis's ex-fiance, but that's just because he's a billionaire. We've never actually seen him on camera. <laughs> oh, right. Yeah, whoever I think the they mystery broke man up. is. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, those are the top two, I would say. Mm-hmm. would be. I've, I pictured those for you. You know, and Sean is like mm-hmm. so sweet and mm-hmm. very attractive. We need more screen time, but I bet it's because he's not bringing that much drama. Sean looks so he has like those deer eyes. Yeah. You know, like really just like innocent Disney deer kind of That is what I love, I think. I love a, a mm-hmm. kind eye. <laughs> you love a what? When someone has a kind eyes. Oh, a kind eye. Okay. Yeah, yeah. You like a kind eye. Okay. I feel like that's very he my, definitely my vibe. So eye. if a bunch of things go wrong in your life, Sean, and you uh have to stoop, I'm down here. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Oh, my God. Which, on that topic, would you rather be on Selling Sunset or Selling the OC? Oh, my God. Uh, They're both so drama-filled. I think I would say Selling Sunset because at least I'm in the middle of Hollywood. I'm in the middle of everything. But they're both so drama-filled. I know. Selling Sunset, though, is like a fashion show also. That's true. Yeah. Selling the OC is a little... They're not as, you know, fashion yeah, yeah. forward. Selling Sunset, they're like showing up in designer Bikinis. bras to like 9 a.m. client meetings. Like, how are y'all selling a house in a bra and a pair of shorts? What? <laughs> <laughs> how? Who would you want out of everyone in this realm to be your realtor? Now, you know, I'm going to go with my girl Chelsea because she's killing it on the show. She sells those houses. Fair, so. fair. Yeah. How about you? I said Nicole because she has the most experience. <laughs> mm, <laughs> um, that's true. 
That's I I wrote Nicole, someone who's probably not on screen actually is who I would want. <laughs> Selling the most houses. Because I would not I would be the person like, you can't be having fights in this house. What are you doing? <laughs> right. I would be bad for ratings and television if I was on the house selling it, you know? Um mm-hmm. Davina, just kidding. <laughs> uh, is she still on the show? She's appears, but I don't think she works for does she still them work anymore. for them? She does. She does. I feel like she switched companies because she was on a different uh, realtor show. Davina? I don't know if it's related. Yeah. She was on like some overseas, like Spanish speaking. Oh, interesting. Yeah. I don't know um, the name of it, but. But I feel like Nicole takes things the most seriously. I would want Nicole mm-hmm. and Chriselle because then I know I'm making it on screen. Oh, that's a good point. Uh (laughs) (laughs) oh i guess it's a fun idea i think we did this last year in a wrap-up too if we could Mm -hmm. play matchmaker via perfect match style anyone from the show Hmm. and you know i'm bringing up dom again he's it's like obsessive (laughs) dom and who i said dom and amanza oh wouldn't that be a sweet pair that's interesting I feel like Amanza would eat him up. But I feel like he's into that. Look at how he was with Francesca. Yeah, he does. It seems like he likes a a dominating woman. Yeah, and I feel like Amanza with, like, just a nice guy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Which maybe she... Listen, we don't see her dating on the show. We don't know. Maybe she is, but... Mm-hmm. I just want... She's so sweet. I love Amanza. I want happiness for Amanza. <laughs> Absolutely. I could, for sure... That would be an interesting pair. (laughs) Right? (laughs) And I feel like these reality stars are so just aggressive in their own way, you know? That's what I'm like. I'm like, none of them should be dating each other. It's going to be a train wreck. (laughs) It's going to be too much. It's like every couple will be ultimatum style. Yeah. I was trying to think, who could I see like Chloe with? I also, Chloe and Dom also, hear me out, could have made a good couple if they had their time. You think so? Because I feel like she's very loud and like she's just a huge personality. Mm-hmm. And he's kind of more, a little more subdued, at least on yeah. the shows that we've seen him on. So I feel like they both live like healthy lifestyles now mm-hmm. that they talk about. Mm-hmm. Like I feel like their they're life <laughs> this sounds so funny. They're like aligned morally. They <laughs> 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 they both were on perfect match. They both got eaten up on perfect match. That's true. They true. both have dated people that were not great on television. Good point. And Chloe's been on every other reality show on the network, so we might as well make another one. Like I feel like it's true. It could be like, a fun keep it couple. going. Keep it going. From a production standpoint, Dom and Chloe that would be a good dream team. Yeah. Oh yeah. Good for dream ratings team. and everything. Okay, so we did ask you guys to send us some of your favorite moments, you know, through our DM. Uh, Reality moments, favorite moments from the show. So I'm going to read some of them. So let's see. I got some stuff in the DM. I got something from Aubrey.Brewer. And she said that her favorite moment, her number one moment was Milton dropping theoretical physics on Uche. I guess it brings up Milton and Uche, which... Mm-hmm. I would love to be brought up. We haven't talked about that yet. Um, yeah. But I don't know that any of the theoretical physics moments 
were for me. Um, Carrie underscore Ruth said, Chrishell standing up for herself and creating boundaries. Clap emoji. Hashtag selling sunsets. I, I just, I don't know. I just don't. I feel like I put a lot of stress on myself just to like get it right all the time. And it's like hard in these situations where you're like dealing with different pressures in life. And every day there's like times where I'm like be disappointing, disappointed in like the ways that I've like reacted or whatever. Okay, fair. I mean, we discussed and I, I agree. I think the fight with Chris Jell and Amanda is what really made me feel... I don't know. I felt bad for Amanda. I felt like it was a bit mm-hmm. of an overreaction. But I do think that Amanda was kind of set up by Chelsea. So, Oh, yeah. Chelsea's like, well, call her then. Like, hey, I didn't say I wanted to do all that. Yeah. <laughs> Leave her a voicemail. Okay, so Planner.Witch also says, uh, when Zach and Bliss got together after he made the wrong choice. Hey, we were talking about that earlier. Now they got a little baby on the way. So That's it worked what, out for them. Listen, I'm saying never let pride get in the way of because i would have been like no fuck you absolutely oh, not me too you know and then now they're like really happily married and having a baby and it's people make mistakes but they, do. they don't make them to me i'll say that <laughs> <laughs> listen whatever is meant for you will always find you okay let me read let me see so madame underscore web says number 18 calling the opposing team's first move on battleship i take it she's talking about Mm -hmm. squid games and destroying them that was awesome that was the mensa genius when you're playing warship one thing you should know is that for some reason people will always aim for c3 psychologically it seems the most comfortably safe place to go three and three away red missile launched Uh, I'll just read one more. It says, Miss Cynthia Holman, she said Marshall's facial expressions from the Lib for reunion. Agreed. Agreed. Marshall. <laughs> yeah. Marshall. I, I still, I'm like, how did you end up on the show? Yeah. Like, you know, when people are so like down to earth and like not. Like, you're too nice you did for this too, I guess. So, like. <laughs> Too nice. It's true, but I guess it really happens. Look, you and Cameron were both like individually ended mm-hmm. up on the show. So it really that's everything that's meant to be is meant to be. Cause I knowing you and mm-hmm. Cameron, I'm like, I wouldn't think either of you would do Love it is Blind and you cars, originated it. Look at what happened. <laughs> um, which we love. We love hearing from you guys, and we are so excited for another year and so excited mm-hmm. for last year. So with that, we wish you all a happy new year. We are going to take a little break, but we will be back before you know it once the dismal days of winter are over <laughs> and reality shows are once again a go. Okay, so... Let us know what you want to hear from us in our upcoming season, people that we should interview, shows that we should cover that maybe we didn't in the past and are coming back for seasons two. So DM me at Fat Carrie Bradshaw. Or me at Need for L Speed. And don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to We Have the Receipts. Today's episode of We Have the Receipts is a production of Netflix and Spoke Media, where your host, Chris Burns. And Lawrence P. Hamilton. Our producer is Kelly Kolf, and our executive producers are Aliyah Tavakolian, Keith Reynolds, and Bringle Mosley. Our engineer is Evan Arnett. See you soon. Happy New Year. 